Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. What's up, hot queens? Did you bring the baby gherkins? (laughs) This is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. Astronomical. I hate to see it. Wasted potential. Are you drunk? (laughs) I am so drunk right now. Welcome to Bad Author Book Club, where we're not like other authors, we're worse. I'm Ryan LaSala. And I'm Clarabelle A. Ortega, and we're two authors reading the most bizarre fiction we can find. If you are loving Bad Author Book Club, stop what you're doing, put us on pause, go rate and review the Bad Author Book Club wherever you listen to your podcasts. Apple slash iTunes is sort of the best for our little algorithm, but we would love that. It will help us find many more members to join in on the Bad Author Book Club. And also feel free to seek us out on social media. I'll put all of this up at the front. It's in the show notes as well. But on Twitter, we're Bad Author Pod. On Instagram, we're Bad Author Book Club. We've got a whole website, badauthorbookclub.wordpress.com. And if you want to follow me, I'm the Ryan LaSala on Insta, Twitter, and TikTok. And if you want to follow me online, I'm at Clarabelle underscore Ortega on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And my website is ClarabelleOrtega.com. Yay! And of course, remember that we've got a Discord where we have recently been having a like blast <laughs> so much fun. about the books that we're reading. <laughs> so come find us there. That link is in the show notes. And without further ado, let us get to today's episode. Today's episode is chapter 25 and 26 of Model Land by Tyra Banks. One biatch and the porcelain pack. Y'all, we are doing two chapters this episode because not a ton happens and we want to we want to get through this book. want to finish uh, it. But <laughs> truly, truly trying our hardest. Y'all have been patient um, and our brains are frying. So mm. that's the reason there. But before we get into this, just a quick heads up that... These episodes or these chapters, again, sort of explore some sensitive topics, specifically trigger warnings at the front of this for um, emetophobia, which, if you don't know what that word means, it's uh, vomit, fear of vomiting, uh, and also, like, light fat phobia, but definitely, like, disordered eating and behaviors around disordered eating, too. So if that's going to trigger you or if you're sensitive to that, uh, feel free to skip this episode. You're not going to be able to... (laughs) There's some funny stuff, but aside from that, no plot will be missed, and we will put a TLDR at the beginning of the next episode covering everything else. Yes. Um, yes. Stay safe. Right. Stay safe. We love you. We it's, love you. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. This is... Can I tell you? So, for all of those at home, it's the middle of the day. Usually, we record at night, and we're, like, a lot drunker because I'm, I'm scheduling. We have to struggling right now. So so I'm like too sober for this. I'm, I'm so, so lucid fun. right now. My eyes are like bright, bushy tailed. I'm just like, it's too early. It's one thirty. Like too much. the fucking squirrels are outside of my window. Uh, anyway, 
Let's do this, I guess. So. Let's get into it. All right, chapter 25, one, Biouch. Biouch! Let's get going. Kick Biouch! us off. Biouch! Biouch! <laughs> um, so we find Chucky and her friends, like, if you listen to the last episode, they ran after Dylan and ended up in the yeah. catwalk corridor. Um, so we didn't know what that was. It was, like, this, like, thing, like, ooh, don't go in there. Spooky, spooky. Uh, sister spooky. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> They're in there, and then there's, like, suddenly blood everywhere. Like, we just start off with blood immediately. Like, yeah. like dripping down, yeah. like, Dickie's leg. And I'm like, now, is she getting her period now? Like, uh, is everything? Oh that's what I, that was my first True. thought. Because, like, we had so yeah. much discussion of periods before. I was like, did they do something wrong and, like, trigger their periods to come back? But that's not what it is. They're actually being, <laughs> like, destroyed by the cats from, like, the movie Cats basically yeah it's just jason derulo <laughs> and rebel wilson in a cat suit jason. zipping off their skin and they have smaller cat suits on underneath it and mind you the catwalk corridor has been built up it's literally on like the back flap of this book it's in the marketing title like will Tokyo de la creme like survive the devious or the diabolical divide the catwalk corridor it's one of the major mm-hmm. risks of model land so i'm like Oh my god, we're finally here. We're going to find out what's going on with the catwalk corridor. The fact that we just stumble into it randomly to chase a friend's, you know, a la, like, you know... um, Everything else. Everything else, right? Like, whatever. But yeah, we're in there. Toki's being mauled. And I don't know if this, like, flagged for you. Like, basically, Toki's like, ow! And someone, like, scratches her. And then, like, someone else scratches, like, Toki's ankle. Someone, like, literally bites Toki. And Toki doesn't run she doesn't move. She's just like, oh man, like, it's weird in here. And she's having, like, an allergic reaction. She's like, oh my god, my eyes are watering and my skin is itchy. And she's more concerned about the allergic reactions that she's having. Not, like, the fact that she's literally being, like, eaten alive. There's no movement. She just sort of stands there for all of this. I also, I I don't know if this is just me and, like, not being able to absorb all the details, but I had no real sense of place when I was in there. Like, was it dark? Yeah. Like, like, is it a hallway and you can see the sky? Is it, like, enclosed? Like, we're just, like, know. transported into, like... This is very, like, you know in Willy Wonka where the uh, Mike TV is, like, in the white void of <laughs> yes. television? That's what the setting it, it, it feels like in Model Land. It's, it's either so much setting that you can't picture it because there's too much going on, or, like, there's just not enough at all. And, like, this one felt like that. It's interesting that you say, like, Tookie doesn't run away. Not only does she just say, ow, she whispers, ow. Oh, it yeah. says, ow. She, she whispers. Bites Wait, this killed me. She, someone the... literally bites her, and it, the line is, Tookie tensed. Who's there? <laughs> Imagine! You're in the pitch black, and a blade comes whistling out of the black and, like, slices your arm, and you're like, who's there? Somebody, come on out. Like, I know you're hiding. <laughs> No, Someone girl, it's got... time to run, Tookie. You gotta go. And the... Okay, so, Tookie, <laughs> there's no tension because of this, because Tookie's just, like, lackadaisically like, oh, man, what's going on here? And she's just standing there. It's so weird. These cats come out of all... Like, these cats <laughs> with, like, fuchsia-painted claws come out <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be so hard to get through. As I was so. reading this, I was like, Ryan must be losing his mind right now. Like, I... like yes. cats in Model Land, the crossover 
that we didn't know we, we needed. Oh my god, that I have been begging for while it's happening. These cats with human faces. Goodbye. And, like, it's Judy Dench. Li- <laughs> Judy Dench in a cat suit. Yeah, and a jacket made out of additional cats shows up. And they say just the, the craziest things. <laughs> like, one of them's like, what you looking at, nosy? Can I... <laughs> Oh, because this cat's literally... Oh, oh, sorry. I have to back up. A cat shows up. It's licking its paws and its ass. And it shows up. And it's like, what you looking at, nosy? Can I bathe in peace without your ugly butt staring at my beauty and my booty? Like, just to give you, like, a visual. That's actually what... That's all we get. Could you imagine... <laughs> a cat with a huge face. The amount of CGI that would have taken to make this book into a movie. Like... All of the CGI. The whole CGI, CGI budget of Hollywood would have been taken out. Not on. a single pixel is left no. out of this. They're no. all in it. Um, so th- so there's this this one cat with, a, with like, a white cat. And that's the one that has, like, the human face that Tookie notices first. Yes. And it's, like, it literally sounds like Judy Dench's cat and cats. Like, yeah. um, and... The cats are all, like, really mean and just, like, insulting her. And um, they look like the Intoxabellas, right? But, like, it looks like specific ones. So I'm like, well, of course it's them. Like, like, Model Land never gives you any sort of, like, mystery or foreshadowing. It's like, it seemed like this. And two pages later, you find out that that's exactly what it was. Um, Right. And, like, there's some, like... There's some really wild lines in this, like the like the Persian cat that has a human face. She's like, "Come here, dear." Like, mind you, Tookie's still like sneezing and being like cut up by other cats, and this other cat's like mm-hmm. having a conversation. Like, she's having a conversation and being eaten alive at the same time. It's very weird. It's she's so like, Come weird. Here, dear, will you comb my hair so it doesn't end up looking as bad as yours? And there's this line where Tookie's like reflecting. Tookie's in like a reflective mood. She's not running. She's not panicking. She's sneezing and reflecting. She goes. Tookie felt ashamed that a cat, even one with a human face, could make her feel so insecure. Like, yeah. now's not the time for insecurity. Now's the time for, like, running for your life. But Tookie's like, no, woe is me. A cat said a mean thing to me, and I'm moping about it. And there's that's also, what we get. There's also no... Like, I know that they've been through weird things before. Um, but there's no reaction to, like, a cat talking to them at all. Or, like, a bunch of cats. Like, like... Yes. Like, Tookie's internal dialogue is like, well, it's weird, but, like, the other... Okay, at this point, the other girls are with her, right? Like, she's with her friends, but, like, usually, like, what I would do in a situation like this... And it, it is hard to write an ensemble cast in any situation, especially when there's a lot of action and movement. Like, you have to remember where everyone is. But if I'm starting a chapter in a whole new place and there are a few different characters, I have to reiterate to the readers where everyone sort of is unless I made that super clear at the end of the last one at the end of the last one they were just running into the catwalk quarter they're all together now but we don't realize that until one of the other girls speaks yeah yeah and to further your point Tookie's like thinking in her mind like oh these look like the Intoxabellas and then suddenly all the cats turn to like the entrance and more girls show up Zarpesa and and Chase. Chase just show up why? so like once it, like what cuz why would they show up like remember Dylan was running away and decided that her best escape route was going to be climbing a ladder into a giant plaid cube or something 
And then Zarpatia and Chase have no reason to be here, but because Tyra's mind is like, it's like a dollhouse, right? And all the dolls are available and they just like yeah. pass through walls to like be in her focal point. Like the whole gang is here. I was like, CL's about to show up and like, <laughs> like then truly everyone will be in the scene once again. Like, why did we change rooms if like, cause well, you know why? Cause once again, like there's another side show that Tyra wants to show right. us. Right. And we're focusing on, like, Intoxibellas having been turned into cats. And that is so important to Tyra as the author that we don't get any reaction from any of the girls in this room. This is so bad that Serpesa shows up, and the first thing to happen is that uh, a cat goes up to her a calico and says i want this pretty one right here it squats and pees on zarpace's feet marking her as its territory and says this one is mine 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 and then zarpace screams zarpace let a cat pee on her feet for like however long that was going to take and then reacts to it but right that's, didn't move that's back indicative of like how, yeah, how yeah. <laughs> it is so ridiculous and like there's and this uh, more of this happens also like in the next chapter but yeah it's happened throughout the whole entire book where there's so many bodily fluids and like gross things and like i think that because of that like because of a lot of different things like model land doesn't sit squarely in young adult for me like there are a lot of moments that feel very middle grade to me and like this whole section on aside from like the cat's literally doing drugs, which is oh, we coming up shortly. Um, <laughs> but, like, all the bodily fluids and the cat's talking and, like, the way that it's presented as sort of, like, like a like a sideshow, like you said, right? Yeah. Like, it's, like, there's obviously, there's young adult books that have cats uh, that are really well done. Um, read <laughs> uh, White Cat by Holly Black. That whole series is one of my favorites. The, um really really well done and that's like how it should be done like dark but like also like believable in terms of like how a teenager would like react to something like this as opposed to this which is like they're just peeing and like licking them and then like being like weirdly sexual too and it yeah, is yeah it's very strange it is very very strange one of them they like say that Tookie smell like tastes like sweet cream but just, I love that you just have to say like there is young adult. There are young adult books that do cats so much better than this. Like, yeah. Don't worry. Like cats being written poorly is not indicative well, I, of young adult fiction. I don't want people to think that I'm saying that like you can't have like whimsical things in young adult books because sure, I think yeah. that's also Good a mistake, point. right? Because people yeah. either go like way too far and then suddenly the young adult book feels like an adult book, or they just like go balls to the wall and like it feels middle grade. You have to find, like, the center. And, like, I think this scene is, like, an example of, like, it going way too, skewing way too much to the middle grade side with, like, some inappropriate parts thrown in to just make it extra uncomfortable for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. And uncomfortable it is. Except for the girls that are in the scene. They're, like, just standing there while all of this is happening. They're not running. Dylan has not been mentioned once in the chapter yet. Like, and this all could have made sense. Like, here, oh, here's how you fix it. You say, we have to find Dylan. Therefore, we can't leave. Therefore, there's a reason we're not running away from this. We have to yeah. find our friend. We're going to power through this. And suddenly, it actually makes, I mean, even though there's no action yet, like, it kind of makes sense as to why they're stalling. Uh, but right. there's no mention of this whatsoever. Or at uh, all. Of Dylan uh, at all. And, yeah. um 
I, I completely agree with you. And also, yeah. just, like, one more point in terms of, like, the discomfort of the yeah. of the scene. I think that there will be times where you want to make your reader feel something. But the way you make your reader feel something is by making your character feel something. Feel or by something. Or by making them not realize that something is going on around them. And therefore, like, scaring your reader or making your reader, like, tense. But instead, we're just uncomfortable because everything's so awkward. It's <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. I'm going to read, I'm going to read y'all a passage. Uh, Daisy Ellen, who's one of the cats. Oh, gosh. Like, it's no, takes a bite out of Tookie's ankle. And is like, this ankle's tasty. It smells like, it tastes like sweet cream. And another cat named Danielle is like, give me some of that. And then they start fighting. And somehow this fight, which, mind you, is at Tookie's ankles, escalates to the point that the cats jump up in the air and they land on Tookie's head. Um, Tookie feels... T- I'll just read it to you. Tookie felt their claws dig into her mouth and she screamed in pain again. The next line is, she gazed across the room at Piper. I... I <laughs> so I, I, she's I, I, screaming in pain. She has like, cats on her face. She has cats on her face, screaming in pain. And she's standing still, gazing, gazing. Something that you do, like, longingly, like, you know, reflectively gazing. Calmly. At, calmer at Piper. <laughs> then Tookie has a line of dialogue. We have to find a way out of here. <laughs> has anyone seen Dylan? So now Dylan has been mentioned. But, I mean, even like even this one opportunity, which would have made sense of the situation, it's not like we have to stay to find Dylan. It's like, let's leave. Where's Dylan? It um, is and then so finally, weird. So weird. Finally, Piper runs over, grabs Tookie's hand, and pulls her away. Tookie doesn't move. Not once. It's up to Piper to come and move her. She's so and she has cats on her head. <laughs> She's so frustrating. It is like she has learned nothing. We keep waiting. (laughs) Like if there have been a little bit like some moments of like Tookie speaking up more and like saying things, which is like fine. But it's like the bar is under the floor. Like Satan is using it as a baton to like twirl. (laughs) That's how far below the bar is. Like we just want her like give us anything. Also, um, before that happens, the cats are trying to give the girls pills and like telling them oh, like, yes. the side effects of them. Like it's this will own this will like they're trying to make Piper like not as pale and like here yeah. take this. This is gonna make you like um, have like a nice color, but you're also yeah. not gonna sleep for a week or whatever. And like right. they're just like trying to give them drugs the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, what is that's going like on? An additional dimension of this. So. Oh my god. This is explained in a moment when basically the girls start running and they run into a giant lion in the wall, like a lion face in the wall, which uh, Tookie's like, oh my god, the face looks remarkably like the Belladonna because it, it literally is. is the Belladonna. Because it is the Belladonna. And the Belladonna <laughs> opens her like mouth and eyes and she's a giant lion now. And she's like, I'm ashamed of all of you. You and Toxabells have been in this incarcerated purgatory, pun intended, for an exponential amount of time and still behave like the savage animals I've turned you into. So, in explanation, these are the Intoxabellas. Because they act catty, they have been turned into cats, but also because they won't stop giving people drugs. Like, that's where, part of what makes them bad. Where are they getting drugs? Who is bringing <laughs> well, cats yeah, drugs? They, in a later chapter, someone's like, well... The Belladonna will turn them back in Toxabellas once they stop being so mean and offering people narcotics. <laughs> like, you know, a cat like trait. This is so ridiculous. Like, I want to know what. 
what is Tyra trying to say? Like, is she trying to make a comment on, like, the toxicity of the model world and, like, models using drugs and models being, like, catty to one another and, like, doing this, like, sort of, like, Beauty and the Beast type transformation and, like, once you stop, like, you know, once the curse is broken, then you'll be able to be models again. But it's just, it's so strange to me because it's, like... On the one hand, a lot of what the intoxibellas do feels very, like, clinical and just, like, a job. Like, you sell something, right? There's, like, a yeah. splash of, like, weird magic. But then it's, like, they can't just get fired. <laughs> yeah, right? cats. <laughs> like, it's so dramatic. Like, if you didn't do your job, if you're being bad, like, why can't you just be fired or, like, kicked out of model land? Why do you have to be, like, turned into a cat or, like, thrown into, like, a, like, a a hole where you like hit yourself like CL like <laughs> it's always something like over the top right. and it's like is it that once you become an intoxibella like you are forever tied to the belladonna like there's no explanation for it and it's kind of frustrating and you're right like the the degrees of punishment are weird. like if, if CL has been such a nuisance how come she has to go to the ugly room and how come they just don't turn her into a cat and keep her in a plaid cube floating in the sky right why are like, there different punishments suddenly different punishments especially for like the more heinous crime of apparently being like a revolutionary like CL is and whipping herself doesn't make any sense and I think it is Tyra's commentary on like the cattiness like I could just what I see is Tyra like pitching this book and being like and in the wicked world of Model Land, if you're a catty model, you get turned into a cat. And, like, expecting everyone to be like, oh, my God, that is you're so a genius. clever. You're a fucking creative genius. When it's like, literally, it's literally, Caldecott. yeah, it's literally, like, a direct translation of someone being catty. We turn them into cats. <laughs> and I'm yeah. kind of disappointed because I, I almost feel like the dangerous, like, sort of challenges on, our, on, on America's Next Top Model were way more interesting than these. Like, I really thought yeah. the catwalk corridor was going to be, like, a challenge that they had to, yeah. like, endure. Instead, right. it's just, like, this... I mean, maybe it comes back. I don't know. But it just very much feels like this one-off thing that you, like, just happen to stumble upon. I thought it was part of the training at Model yeah. Land. Yeah. Like... Me too. I don't know if this was said or maybe we discussed it, but in my mind, I had this image of the girls walking on a catwalk while cats tried to, like, scratch yes, them or something Yes, that's what like I thought that. it was going to be, like, like yeah. claws or something like that. Which is so silly, but would even be better than this. It's basically, this is like a room full of cats. Um, anyway, so the catwalk corridor turns out to be a correctional facility. This is what the Belladonna... The Belladonna now explains what the catwalk corridor is to the cats. Because mm. the cats are like, meow, Belladonna, and she's like... This is why I've kept you here. So she, the girls happen to be there, but the Belladonna explains what it is to them and thus the reader. Uh, because in the land of intoxicants, whether what does she say? Oh, whatever. She it's like she says that they need to be domesticated, basically. Yeah. Um, there's room for only one bitch. She says, She says it like she's meowing. So I'm like, the Belladonna, I cannot take seriously. This woman has, we, we've seen her do only silly things. Like, she's some opera. She was in a waterfall. She's in a giant statue that caused someone to, like, throw up a bouquet of flowers. And now she's a giant lion. Like, this woman is silly. Yeah, she's, she's very silly. I'd... I'm not afraid of her, and I also am not interested in her at all. Like, it's just, like, I don't know. I, I just, 
once again, I feel like Tyra has like the mechanisms to make something that's a lot more interesting than what it ends up being. <laughs> yeah, right. Like we're we're imagining. Like I don't want to keep reading because I'm sure that what we've got in mind is like cooler than what it is. Um, she lectures the cats. Let's see. She lectures the cats for a little while. She says, "You need to use positive phrases and stop giving people drugs." And then, like, eventually, I'll return you to human form. Return to your pens now! She screams, and all the cats crawl into her eyeballs. <laughs> What the hell? Daisy Ellen <laughs> turns to Tookie before she, like, gets sucked up into the eyeball and is like, watch out, De La Creme. This kitty cat got a taste of your sweetness and wants more of your cream. That does not Marvel. sound good. I don't like it. I'm, I'm going to put an X through that whole sentence. Yeah. Let's <laughs> um, for later. So after all the cats uh, vanish, the girls are like, what do we do? And Tookie says, oh, screw it. And, um... She walks up to the tongue, because I guess, like, the lion face is still there, and the tongue unfurls, like, a red carpet type of situation, and she says, I guess we follow the taste bud road. Um, Anything to get Dylan. Taste bud road is just something she made up. Like, Tookie not having friends does not surprise me, because who talks like that? I would have made fun of her, too. Yeah, and why is Dylan in the mouth? How do they know that Dylan's in the mouth? I guess it's just the only exit of the room is a giant mouth right so they like, have, she must have yeah but they haven't because we don't know where we're standing we don't know if there's any other like exits or yeah. is this just a small little hallway like i don't know so <laughs> so they follow them and it's like oh my god is are they gonna have to like battle these cats or like do something because like it <laughs> yeah. seems like a scary moment right like they're walking into the um in the mouth Jaws. of the lion um yeah so it says, Piper, Shiraz, and Evans are Pesa and Chase, who haven't said a word, mind you. No, just got they, they, peed on, and that's it. Yeah. Um, tentatively follow Tookie past his teeth into the throat of the lion. So it's like tension. And that's then, it. and emerged in the hallway of the D. So nothing. They're just so back nothing. at school. Yeah, they're, they're in the dormitory. And then the chapter ends. That's it. <laughs> that's the end of the, like, you're so right. It's so disappointing because I was like, okay, are we actually going to get, like, some action now? Are they going to have to save Dylan? Are they going to have to do something? And, like, Tookie's leading the charge. So, like, how exciting is that? Like, she's leading them. And even, like, Zarpeza and Chase are there. Maybe this is going to lead to them being friends because they have to, like, sort of, like, be in the trenches together. No. They're just back in the hallway at school. Back in the hallway. We're done. It's fine. Yeah, it's over. And that's the end of the chapter. That's it. That's all of chapter 25. Awful. Awful. <laughs> Terrible. I just wrote at the end, hated this. Hated this. <laughs> my rose is that it was short. My thorn is that it was. At all. <laughs> that it existed. Like, it didn't need to. Oh, God. My rose is, to... my rose, I guess, is that it made me laugh. Like, <laughs> the cats were just so ridiculous. And it did remind me of the cats movie from 2019. So that was like, That's oh, nice. my God. Tyra predicted the future. Like, she knew um and then my thorn was like the lost potential of the very end of the chapter i really felt like that should have led to something more substantial and fun um this book is a lot of like and it's it's ironic because one of my favorite parts of books or like video games is the rest in between the adventures like when the when you go to the tavern or like like in final fantasy 7 like in between the battles when you go to the towns and you have these like hijinks on the side like 
those are my favorite parts of the of, of of adventures but you need the tension of like the battles and like the high danger moments to make those payoffs worth it and have those like cozy moments but yeah. this book is just like only the resting parts only the training montages only the like side quests and none yeah. of the actual like plot or battles or like um tension or drama that you're supposed to have um yep. to make those moments worth it and it's just like one of those things after the other after the other and when something is sort of set up as being a moment where like you encounter a foe it's nothing somebody gets peed on and they escape and nothing happens like they don't fight like none of them fought back they just like ran away um yeah yeah and it's just like i don't know it just feels like like I keep saying, it feels like a lot of little vignettes like stitched together, not an yeah. actual yeah. book. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you're uh, you're right, and you said it the right way. So I don't even know where we go from here. I guess we go so. to chapter twenty six. <laughs> we'll try to make this quick, but this is the chapter where the trigger warnings are coming into play. Mm. So again, reconsider if you'd like to. Learn more. Um, basically, so chapter 26 begins. They're in the, the D. Um, the Likey quadruple shows up very briefly, all in one bed, saying, like, you're disturbing our nap time, whatever. We bypass them. Uh, and we find Dylan mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Uh, and she is throwing up into a toilet. She's on the floor of a toilet, draped over it, covered in, like, spit, vomit, and tears, basically. Disgusting. And, yeah, like... She's splattered in bile, and the 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 girls walk up to her, and like the description of Dylan, like looking wretched, is really long. Her like she's bloodshot eyes, she's bleeding, like she looks terrible. Um, and Tookie leans down and goes, "You okay?" <laughs> like yes. clearly, clearly yes, I'm not. I'm fine. I'm having the time of my life, Tookie. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene from Scary Movie, where like it's like Pamela Anderson or something, like is like finds her friend like her friend's soul's been sucked out of her body and she like turns the friend around in the chair and the friend's face is like all ghoulish and she's like are you okay and she like taps the friend's shoulder and the friend's head falls off and then she leans out <laughs> on the floor and asks the severed head are you okay <laughs> like uh, it's clearly not and oh, so, so funny. they're like they're like what's going on girly and this drove me up a wall so Dylan reveals, she said, I had it under control for three years. She's talking about bulimia. Mm-hmm. Um, they never say bulimia, but she's That's what it up. is, um, yeah. And she says it's basically like, it's what, what you guys said to me in like the magnet class triggered me. Um, I had it under control, but what you were saying and what CL said, it brought it all back. Toki's reaction to this is not, like, there's no interior, like, Toki felt bad. Mm-mm. The single line of Toki's reaction is, Toki shut her eyes. That's it, that's it. And then we move on to, like, Dylan hunching further and vomiting more. There's no remorse. There's no sense of, like, that there's a person reacting to this. But that's all we get out of out of Tookie. And this feels, I mean, we won't harp on this because we talk about it all the time. But this is, like, kind of everything that's wrong with, mm. like, Tookie's character. Is that we never actually get inside of her head in the moments that matter. Which makes her really hard to sympathize with. And yeah. here we have a character who I'm sympathetic towards being, like, what you said really hurt me and you're seeing the you're seeing the you know the reaction within me right now yeah she just shuts her eyes and stops seeing it and of course we keep going but like she opts out of any actual introspection 
Yeah, she's just useless. Yep. Um, so the girls start sort of sharing, like, their own insecurities. Because Dylan's like, nobody looks like me here. And, like, Shiraz is like, well, nobody's little like me here either. Um, yeah. And Piper's like, no one's pale. Yeah, and Piper's like, I'm, I'm the only albino here. And then Tookie's like, Dill, we all have our dot, dot, dot stuff. I honestly oh. wish Tookie would die. Like, she's oh, just God. so annoying. Like, Veronica <laughs> Roth, where are you? Let's kill off the main character. I am done. Like, I'm not having... Oh, spoiler alert for Divergent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Veronica Roth. I love the idea of, like, Veronica Roth is, like, the patron saint of, like, killing the main character. She's not, but she had the like, balls to do that, and I thought it was really fucking it. cool. She got a lot of shit for it, too. She didn't deserve it, because people have no imagination. Sometimes the main no. character has to die, and we have proof right now in yeah, Model Land. Yeah, the Bible. <laughs> Jesus dies in that, too. So, exactly. for the end of the Bible. Um, <laughs> but this is also, like, this to me, this is how I know that Tyra's a bad friend. Because, like, Dylan's like, I'm really upset what you said hurt me. And the girls, instead of saying, like, oh, why don't you tell me more about that hurt? They're like, well, I've, I've been hurt. I feel hurt yeah. right now. Yeah. And then they each start monologuing about, like, their own individual troubles. Because Dylan says, like, you know, friendship's all about being vulnerable and sitting around a toilet letting loose. Which at first I was like, wait, does Dylan think that friendship is, like, you know, disorder eating amongst friends? But she doesn't mean, she means letting loose in terms of, like, being vulnerable. Yeah. And sort of, like, emotional vomit, I guess. Which is, it's a really warped, weird metaphor. And Piper uh, starts out by being like, I hate that my mom married my dad because he ha- he's a person with albinism. And um, so, therefore, so am I. And I have these photos that I carry around. And she produces photos of herself that she um, has, like, manipulated. Or, like, in the photo she's wearing, like, lots of bronzer to give herself pigment. Yeah, it's, um, like, essentially like, blackface a little bit, which is, like, yeah, very right. strange. Yeah. She's, like, my most prized possession of these photos it's of me, like, doing In really face. dark makeup. Um, yes. It's very like, strange. It's... So, so yeah, so she's where it says she's wearing foundation and a wig and color contacts. Um, but it says uh, she's wearing bronze color foundation and her eyes were deep brown. Her lashes were caked with heavy black mascara. Um I don't know anything about, like, being albino in, like, that condition, if this is something that people do, so I don't want to, like, reduce yeah. it, but yeah. this felt strange to me, um, and she says she yeah. wanted skin like they all have forever, and then Shiraz starts talking, and this is just so fucking batshit. Um, it's crazy, <laughs> yeah. Piper, I was like, fine, because that feels... Like there, me, oh, like I don't know what that struggle is like. Maybe this is something that's common in that. But but the second right. Shiraz was like me, short, like let me tell you in her like broken Italian ex, like <laughs> yeah, she's like me and I'm, my papa. He left me. It's like really yeah. like it's a me Mario. Um, her yeah. and her dad Mama have a band called She Papa. Yeah, drop so. the fucking single right now um i forgot that she's in a yeah she's in a band with her dad um so and we, like everyone's crying like they're like she the, it's paragraphs of like italian like inflected, <laughs> broken english which is so funny like but papa died too not from sick died from broken heart which mean he no love his shiraz shiraz like only <laughs> it goes on and on but tyra did not have a sensitivity reader for model land i can tell you that <laughs> yeah. much right now um yeah. 
so her mom died and then her dad died from a broken heart and so she took that to mean that he didn't love her enough because he couldn't stay alive for her which is like so selfish and mean it's like it's he didn't do it on purpose it wasn't like let me die and leave my daughter he was just fucking hurting and like like you said last episode we were like just because someone says like and then they sing a beautiful song doesn't mean that like we the reader find beauty in that song like right. you don't have the range don't try like everyone's sobbing there's like snotty sobbing happening in between all of these like confessions and none of this is like really sad stop it oh my god tyra's outside of my house trying to trying <laughs> to like, censor stop me the with her podcast <laughs> tyra we're busy thank you lady oh god you can't silence the bad author book club what happens next oh then t- this drove me crazy mm-hmm. tookie they all look at Tookie, uh, and oh wait, hold Dylan on before says, before you go on, everyone just so happens to have like the thing them. on them that <laughs> yes. like reminds them of the thing that they're crying about, like in their pocket. That was very annoying, but yes, go right, on. Right, <laughs> right. Dylan turns to Tookie and she's like, "Your turn." And like, and I was like, "That's terrible." Like, you're like, "All right, like time for you to confess your deepest darkest secret." Like, yeah, that didn't feel right to me. I actually felt a little bit bad, but Tookie. <laughs> Tookie, who's been summoning pens out of nowhere for several chapters now, gets up, leaves the bathroom, comes back with T-mail gel, her diary. Mm-hmm. So for the one time it would have, like, been fine for her to just pull it out of her cargo pants. Right, because everybody she, else had shit with them anyway, but... Right, but, like, she had to go get it. She comes back, and she's like, I wrote this letter to the person that I hate most in the world, um, and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and the letter's actually very very brutal very sad yeah it's it, it i mean it borders on suicidal ideation i feel like like very that, i feel yeah. like she, i mean she mentions that she wishes she wasn't alive basically yeah, she's like you're disgusting i hate you so much why do you even breathe precious air why don't you just die like that's kind of what the letter is yeah. but at the end no this made me want to throw up the, i know I, I knew i could tell I was like, the Dylan, second I read this, I was i'm like, about to join you next to the toilet <laughs> fucking horrible So she says the famous line, just go for all of us. And I just like, like, I want to take a time machine and retroactively cancel America's Next Top Model just for this. Because it is so cringy. It is so bad. Like, there is nothing that makes this line important or special or meaningful except that Tyra keeps repeating it at moments where it's supposed to be impactful and it's just not. It's just so horribly done. And just go for all of us is not something a person says. Yeah, semantically it doesn't work. Like yeah. that's it's like it is the fetch of this book, and I'm Regina George, so are you, being like, stop trying to make fetch happen. Like, it's not landing. Whatever. It's clearly supposed to be so significant. It doesn't feel that way at all. It doesn't it's very land hollow. at all, yeah. Here's my thorn for the chapter. It's coming up. Mm-hmm. The girls didn't say a word to, like, Tookie. And then Dylan goes, I feel so guilty. Like, that's Dylan's response. Awful. Because she's like, even in my worst moments, like, I never wanted to unalive myself. And that, like, this this whole interaction demonstrates, like, kind of what's wrong with, like, what they just did to Dylan. Dylan's, like, having a moment, and instead of being, like, talk to us, Dylan, about how you're feeling, or, you know, like, let's just endure it. Like, maybe you don't even want advice. Instead, they talk over her, tell her all about their own struggles to the point that it invalidates Dylan's momentary right to feeling her feelings. Yeah. And she ends up feeling 
guilty when really like she's the victim of what just happened right the supermodel of the world told her that she was a coward for not being like totally fucking thrilled to be fat bodied at a modeling school like anyhow dylan feels guilty and then we just move on like there's no real like unpacking of that but nope nope dylan feels bad which which in the scene in the framework of the scene is the point it's the success of the scene that they were like oh wow like I, I felt bad, but I, you know, Tookie, and I never felt that bad. So you win. You yeah, win, Tookie. It's the oppression Olympics. And, yes! And yes. nobody is more oppressed than you because you have a big forehead. And <laughs> we're sorry that, you know, our parents died or that, like, we live in, like, an unsafe nation where, like, these, like, Lizards. monsters are trying to eat us or that, like, you know, I have an eating disorder, but you feeling not good enough because of normal teenage insecurities that's the real tragedy here um it was it made me so mad as well it made me so angry like the whole like everyone is it just becomes about tookie suddenly it becomes about tookie they're like you don't know how lucky you are i've always wanted to have your skin like you're so special and i'm like bitch where yeah yeah all the girls build her up and like it would just be so much more effective if people were actually really nasty to Tookie, but, like, the instances of nastiness towards Tookie are, I'll, like, show you. They're from Zarpesa, who is a caricature of a bully, so we don't actually get any sense of, like, why she's mean. Right. It's just, like, she's mean for the sake of being mean, and, like, Tookie's mom, who's, again, like, a caricature of, like, a mean mom, but we never actually see, like, Tookie's looks sort of impacting the way that she like goes about the world because it's all her being like probably no one even want like no one even asked me if i wanted to go to model and like things like that too it would be different if we were watching actual like prejudice like yeah but we don't ever at all if anything it's always her self-limiting yeah she if anything she's like the special golden chosen one all the time because like nice things are always happening to her for no reason right and like zarpeza's mean to everyone their pieces mean to absolutely everyone so like i don't know i just yeah including the the girls that are in the scene that have actual shit to like worry about yeah it just really it 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 made me upset it made me upset that it turned around and suddenly it was like you think you have a bad fat girl at a modeling (laughs) school try being thin and tall yeah. Try having two different color eyes and beautiful skin and curly hair. Like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me right now? This is Netflix's tall girl. Like, nothing bad's happening to you. Like, you're out of... And not that something bad can't happen to someone like that, like, because you look a certain way, but, like, she is tying all of her misfortune to her looks. She's telling yes. that this. Yeah, so. it's like, in her own words, in, like, the metadata of this book, everything comes down to this, and it's just, it does not pull it off in a way that feels sympathetic at all. At all. Which is quite a disaster for a book. I mean, authors out there, writers, like, you'll hopefully, listening to this in this dissection, like, yes, we're laboring this quite a bit, but belaboring this quite a bit, but, like, there's a reason, because you should start to kind of look at the how this framework works in the in the character. Because this is all under the words. This is all of the architecture and the scaffolding that takes place under the actual words that you put on a page. Um, which matters a ton, because people don't think in prose. They think in this, like, maelstrom of, like, emotion and mm. logic, which we're sort of trying to, like, parse out for you now. So, yeah, you have to kind of control that maelstrom with your prose, but ultimately, like, you've got to make sense of that chaos in another yeah. person's brain. It's basically telepathy, yeah. um, which is why writing is hard. It's hard as hell to transport another human into someone else's brain and make them make sense in someone else's brain, right? Like, it's nothing short of miraculous. 
which is why when people do this, you know, she should she she should just be an actress, really. <laughs> That's I know. honestly, she should just sign up for the actress land and see how that goes for her. Cause she's... Yeah, this is not working out. It's not working out. <laughs> Anyways, they have this moment of solidarity. Dylan's like, we should name ourselves um, after this moment of solidarity. They start to like recommend names and some of the names are the vulnerable floor or the crapper sisters um referring to the toilet they're all around the toilet uh and they end up going <laughs> what do they go with it's something it's like the worst option actually it's unicas which is actually a spanish word and un- unica means like unique but it's like the yeah. so it's like gendered right so like unica like is like a girl like like if she, if a girl is unica i mean okay. she's unique right um so that's what they're naming each other and like i would like to formally protest as someone from a spanish-speaking country i do not i do not allow this to happen no (laughs) give it back i have checked it back back. (laughs) they're like great we've got a name also we stink (laughs) like we're on the we're rolling around on the floor what is it with all like the body stuff in this i swear to god like i feel like Tyra must be, like, a gross person. Like, her obsession with, like, smelling bad and, like, throw up and, like, pee. Like, in these past two chapters, we've had, like, blood. We've had pee. Kitty litter. um, Like, mentions of kitty litter. Like, the smell of it. Like, a a tongue. Like, being bitten. Like, all of these, like, body-related things that are, like constant and just gross and uncomfortable and i just don't like it (laughs) girls are covered in poop and when we get to the bathroom they say that there's like gross stuff like all around the toilet on the floor so they're kneeling into this stuff like they are just sitting in it like and and it, it is an apt metaphor for like how they react to anything that happens to them in the book anyway right because they like a normal person would not just sit and throw yeah. up but that is how yeah, tookie responds right. to life she just sits in it like she doesn't clean it she doesn't dolls, get up like, <laughs> yeah it's it's just dolls. it's so frustrating uh and finally someone's like oh my god tookie like you're bleeding because she was she remember how a cat remember? jumped on her face and stuck its paw in her mouth like a second yeah. ago yeah yeah so she's been bleeding this whole time like literally her like lips are falling off she needs 20 stitches. <laughs> this is like her. It's like, that's incredible. So Tookie this entire time has been like hemorrhaging blood. <laughs> and she like uh, walked like... all the way to her room. Picture this, everyone. Walked all the way to her room. <laughs> got her a diary. She's trailing blood. Where are the teachers? Where, like, where, like, where are the teachers? Like, these kids are just walking around bleeding. Where's the house mother? Like, where's anyone? Yeah, Literally uh, anyone. And she. Ifra's like, let's go to the ER. Which isn't called the ER. It's the Fashion Emergency Department store, or the, the feds. <laughs> so Goodbye. She's like, let's I'm go to so, the feds. I'm done. I'm so done. Oh, uh, and... Oh, God. And then the last thing that... This is the very end of the chapter. Um, She's like... Oh, Dylan's like, watch out for that corridor of, like, cat thingamajig. You, you never know where it might pop up. Which is... Dylan, you're lying. You climb. She's acting like the cat corridor just like swooped out of the air and snatched her up. She climbed a ladder. Like who's like running senselessly sees a ladder and just like decides I'm gonna climb it immediately Nobody. and feels like accosted and like 
she was absconded by this ladder, but you know, no, it just it just got her. It just popped out like a Pokemon. <laughs> and um, so Tookie's like, I'd have no problem running into it again. What? And she's like, as long as I could watch the cat pee on Zerpesa one more time, I'm just. <laughs> Last line of the chapter. That's it. That's it. A burn oh. on Zerpesa. Where's Zerpesa yeah. now? Nobody knows. Like, we don't know when they separated from her. Well, Zerpesa's right? not in the bathroom, so they got back to the dormitory, and Zerpesa just went about her business covered in urine. Yeah, her and, and Chase. And the girls are all in the bathroom. Like, and never and said anything to them, which is, like, very not like Zerpesa and Chase. They're always... Chase... I'm sorry. Chase would have been like, ooh, I want to fuck a cat. Like, because that's <laughs> yeah. how she is all the time. Zarpeza Zarpeza should have been like, what the fuck are you idiots doing in here? Like... Yeah. You're going to get us killed or whatever. Um, even though she followed them in there. Like, why? Like, why? Exactly. We don't find out because she doesn't talk. We just hear her scream once. She she put her in the scene to get peed on. Yes. Yes. The only reason. That is so fucking crazy. <laughs> so wild. So wild. It's just so precious. Like. And it again, like, the only reason you would do that is if you thought that the that the reader was going to be like, ha, 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 take that, prissy bitch, Zarpesa. But, like... No, I want Zarpesa no. to win. Me Still. Too. Me too. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, what are your rows and thorns oh, for God. I mean, I think my thorn is the same as yours, which is, like, Dylan being invalidated and, like, her yeah. entire trauma just being, like, glossed over in favor of, like, Tookie being, like, held up as the special one. Um, it's very annoying. I think that, like, this is very, this is very obviously, like, a chosen one narrative, like, a reluctant yeah. chosen one narrative, right? Unlikely heroes um, yeah. Right, but I think that, like, when you're doing that, you have to be careful to not, like, maneuver every single situation to make it so that your main character is the focal point. It is okay to give screen time to other characters as a matter of fact i think those moments are really important because you can show how the character your main character reacts to those moments and like how they react is just as important to like the moments that where they are the center of attention i think that Tookie's characterization would have sort of benefited a lot from her being there for dylan for her listening to dylan for her Actually giving dylan there. a glass of water cleaning her face getting her up from the floor literally anything literally anything like yeah. if i really would have liked a moment where maybe tookie thought of her dad maybe tookie was like i remember picking my dad up because her dad is like an alcoholic like right yeah so yeah. i remember picking my dad up like after a bender and like she knew what to do like she went into like taking care of her mode and, like, the focus would have still been Dylan, but we would have been so impressed by Tookie. And it would have made us feel sort of bad for her that she, as a child, had to, like, pick her drunk dad up from, like, yeah. you know, the floor and, like, cleaned him up and, like, gave him food and, like, did all of these things. And it was, like, second nature to her. That would have been such a good way to sort of, like, show characterization and show her past without, like, all this exposition. Um, and it would have made us so much more sympathetic to her than, like, us being like, actually, I suffer more than you because look at this letter I wrote to myself. You're not special. I wrote letters to myself like that all the time in middle school, okay? You're a genius. The <laughs> idea specifically of, like, highlighting 
Tookie's own disastrous past and relationship with trauma while she, like, helps somebody else through something. That is ingenious. That's how you, that's how you do it. That's yeah. why, that's, that's why you why I, writing books. That's I why mean, you write books. Yeah, like, that's an amazing, an amazing reversal on what this could have been. Um, yeah. Do you have a, do you have a, I don't have a rose. Oh. I can't think of anything that I really would feel good giving a rose to. I, I don't, I don't think there is a rose for this chapter, to be honest. I think that, like, through Tyra's eyes, the rose would have been, like, them sharing and bonding and sort of, like, giving themselves this name. But at the end of the day, that's a pointless sort of thing. It does feel very sort of, like, upper, again, upper middle grade thing to do. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times I came up with names, um... For me and my friends, um, I will tell you, in the fifth grade, we were bitches with attitude. And that was our name. Oh, <laughs> yes. Come on. Come uh, on. Until yeah, a girl yeah, yeah. named Shayna was like, you can't be bitches with attitude. Because me and my cousin came up with that name first. <gasps> and my cousin's in a gang. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't want to get jumped. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. This have... is legitimate. And I actually, I yeah. fully relinquished the you name. You can have BWA. We'll think of something else. Um, but again, That's that true. feels very middle grade to me, not, yeah. um, why yeah. right I, uh, I totally agree. I absolutely agree. Um, I don't have a rose. I think that you're right that that's what the rose was intended to be. I kind I, I guess I kind of like that the girls have sort of like solidified this bond. I wish it was done better. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's kind of a lot of my attitude about, especially this middle section of this book. This is just, it is getting so bad yeah yeah it's it's really bad we're on page um so we've made it to page 326 so we're in the 300s already which is kind of exciting um let's see where it ends i feel like i look at this all the time like because i'm like (laughs) looking towards my future 563 is the end of this book it's so long (laughs) but Oh, the acknowledgements. I haven't read. We've been having, if you're not on Discord, definitely join us there because people have been surfacing some, like, interesting artifacts remodel land. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like there's a ghostwriter that's, like, suddenly appeared on the Wikipedia page, all of this other stuff, too. Uh, we were talking about the acknowledgements recently. I'm not reading ahead or looking at, like, the acknowledgements or any of the online. We're just reading the book, but it's been really interesting as people sort of, like, surface these things, too, uh, and, and chat about it. But, yeah, anyways, I guess this is a good time to, to end Find us yes. on Discord if you're if you're loving our our Model Land Bad Author Book Club reading and yes. uh, and follow us on on like Twitter and Insta all that fun stuff. I'll, I'll repeat yeah. our socials again. So Bad Author Pod on Twitter, Bad Author Book Club on Instagram, uh, and all of our episodes are on um, any streaming platform for for podcasts. But you can find them all compiled on Anchor.fm/slash Bad Author Book Club. Yes, and also remember, we are actually authors, and you yeah. should buy our books. We both have books coming out this year. I have Witchlings coming out April 5th. It's coming up really quickly. So soon. Yeah, you can get that wherever books are sold. And there's actually a coven quiz that we just dropped recently. Thousands of people have already taken it. There's <laughs> so. a Discord. Talk about the Discord. Yeah, there's also a Witchlings Discord called Witchlings Hollow. Um, we can add that to the show notes, I think, as Absolutely. well. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely pre-order Witchlings. And Ryan has an amazing book coming out this year, too. The Honeys. The Honeys is out in August, right? 
Yeah, yeah. The Honeys will be out in August. It's up for pre-order now. Um, also, if you're a big Reverie reader, my first book, Reverie, the paperback's coming out in oh, June. that cover. That just got announced, and the cover's gorgeous. So that if cover's you stunning. love queer fiction, thank you. Uh, go ahead and give that give that a goog, and um, you can get the paperback really wherever wherever books are sold. Um, if you'd like to follow us, my socials are the Ryan Lasala on Insta, Twitter, and TikTok. And I'm at Clarabel under score ortega on twitter instagram and tiktok as well so thank you for sticking with us and we'll see you next week hot queens see you next week hot queens kisses biggest kisses (laughs) everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.